All right, everyone, what's up? Second part of today's podcast, Monday, December 4th, 2023, MA OB Daily Podcast, Adam Martin, Big Marcel. We just finished the UFC Austin recap. Really fun card, really fun recap show. We had a good discussion there at the end about some other stuff, too. So that was really fun. Now we got a card this weekend that is not that great, honestly, Marcel, but we do have 12 fights. At the end of the day, it is 12, 12 UFC fights, so that's cool, but this is one of the weaker cards, I would say. No, it could turn out to be a decent card. There are some decently fun fights, but on paper, guys, this is not a great card. Anyways, what do you think, man? Give me your give me your thoughts as we get into it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, this was supposed to happen in Shanghai. That's why there are so many Asians on the card, right? Um, it's an. Okay, I think it's it's a typical Apex card. It's uh, there are some fun fights on it. Uh, some fights that maybe not really UFC quality, but uh, we'll see. You know. I'm still looking forward to some of the fights. I think uh, I'm always looking forward to Tatsuro Tyra. I think he's a great uh, he's a great prospect. I'm looking forward to see his fight. Um, I mean, your girl, Luana Santos, the, your girl. Yeah, I just like how she looks, but I don't know <laughs> if she's really that good. But uh, Steve Garcia, Melchizedek Costa is a great fight. We should have we broke down actually last week, uh, which is now on this card. Actually, it's at 155 this time and not 145. Uh, and, and I'm really looking forward to John Young Park, man. Can he get to the top 15 when he wins against Andre Muniz, you know? Um, sure. that, that, that's, a, that's a fun one. There are some fun fights on this card, you know? And, uh, yeah, one is kind of... Uh, we're kind of hearing behind behind the scenes that one fight might be off, but uh, we'll uh, yeah, still... that's the thing. So, T- Tim Elliott's tweeted that you know, I think he, he says he's getting the call, he got the call, or what do you know? It's like it's like uh, he wants to take a fight, but we're not sure yet, so, so I don't want to say who is off yet. But yeah, it looks like one fight is not happening anymore. Yeah, probably one of the flyweight fights, so that's yeah. unfortunate, but we don't know which one at this point. Um, if Marcel gets any intel during this podcast, he will share with us. I know he's reached out to Tim's. Um, you know, agent, I guess, and, and we'll see if we can get some confirmation or something. Something that would be good, right? Yeah. But uh, that would suck if we lost a fight because it's only it. This card only had ten fights. Actually, had I think it had like eight fights, and they moved a couple fights, then they added a couple fights, and then they yeah. So that, this fight is twelve now, but it might it, this card I should say is twelve. They might lose some fights. Let's get some comments. Glenn doesn't like the time for the card. Yeah, it's a late one. It starts at seven p.m. Eastern, so it won't be able to like one p.m. Eastern or two p.m. Eastern, which is late. Not a great card in paper. I agree. I mean, again, like I, I, I look forward to every UFC card, Marcel, and the weeks when we don't have them, you, you do miss them. But it, it's, it's true. It's not, it's not a great card, you know, on paper. Um, I kind of agree with Antoine too. Bummer that the schedule's card trying in the first place. Want to see Road to UFC? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into the card, guys. Let's uh, start it off. We're using the bow order. I'm capology just because the UFC added the two extra fights on the UFC stats, but they haven't been put in the correct order. Marcel does have it correct order. Tapology. First fight of the night, Rayanne Amanda taking on Talita Alencar. This is a women's strawweight bout. Odds for this one, Dos- uh, Rayon, uh, Rayon Amanda or Dos Santos, whatever you want to call her. She's uh, minus 155, Talita Alencar plus 130, both making their UFC debuts, both fun contender series. Any thoughts? You go first on this one. I have no clue. I mean, this is a tough one to call, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's a short, it's a short, this is one of the short notice fights that was booked. Mm-hmm. Both girls fought in contender. One girl lost. The other girl had a draw. I don't really think either of them should be in the UFC. The thing is, uh, Rayanne, um, Amanda is more of an Adam weight. She's a 105er, right? I think she won that belt there over the Jillian DeCurzy. She's a fighter there in Invicta. So she won that belt, but it was at 105. So she's on the smaller end. And then Alan Carr, she's like the like, Jiu Jitsu wizard, but she couldn't finish that Rondinia girl on, on contender. 
gassed out heavily bad in, in the third round, um, managed to eco to draw and get signed anyway. So they ended up signing both these girls, uh, both those girls in that fight after a draw, which is fucking crazy to me still because there's fighters that had like wins, they didn't get signed, and they fight signed both the girls off a, off a draw. I don't know if these girls should both be either of these girls should be in the UFC. I think it's a striker grappler fight, I would say. Although I would say Amanda, actually, you look at her record, a lot of wins are by submission. So she probably can hold her own on the ground. Although I would give Alakar obviously an advantage there because she does have that jujitsu background. I was watching Amanda's fight against Denise Gomes today, Marcel, on, on Fight Pass. It's just like she just gets beat up for three rounds. Like she's tough, I guess. The other girl, though, like the, the gas tank's such a concern. Bro, why is this fight in the UFC? This is like an Invicta level fight. This is not a UFC caliber fight. I don't mean that in disrespect to Invicta because they're a great promotion for women's MMA, but they're just not, these are not UFC caliber fighters in my opinion. I'll take Ray and Amanda by decision. I don't care about this fight at all. Any thoughts? Yeah, it's either Ray and Amanda by decision or it's like Talita Alencar with a, with a submission early, and I'm picking that one. I think yeah. I'm taking a slight gamble. She's the underdog. Um, yeah. I'm, taking to, I'm taking Talita with a first, first or second round submission here. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, again, I just I thought if I care about it at all. Now this fight I do care about. Tatsuya Tyra taking Carl Hernandez. I think this is a fun fight. Tyra, amazing prospect. Minus four ten. Hernandez plus three twenty. I'm gonna keep riding the Tyra train. You know, and people are gonna say, they'll say, why is this fight in the prelims? Is a very obvious reason because the people in Japan can watch it earlier, right? That's why they keep putting him on the early prelims because obviously he should be in the main card at this point. But I think the guy's good. You know, he's four known in the UFC now. He's fourteen known in his career. He's twenty three years old. He's a really good grappler. The, the striking is, you know, it's not great, but the last fight with Shivers was not a great look for him, I don't think, but he still won the fight. The other fight, though, with Vargara and, and Aguilar, those wins are looking better now because those guys are decent. So, yeah, I think he's really good. And then, obviously, his opponent here is coming off a really good win over Denny's Bonder, where there was that clash of heads, and they went to a technical decision, but, like, he had won the fight by submission before that fall was taken, right? And it was very impressive, so... Yeah, I think Hernandez is decent. He's 2-1 in the UFC, but the thing is, the one loss is to Alan Nascimento, who's also on this card. He got submitted in that fight. Now he's fighting another grappler. The UFC knows what they're doing here, Mayor. So I'm, I'm pretty confident that Tyra will get the fight to the ground to submit Carlos Hernandez. I'm pretty confident in that. He's a huge favorite. He should win the fight. What do you think? Yeah, I'm picking uh, Tyra by first round submission here. I think he finishes the fight as well. Uh, I said Carlos looked pretty, pretty good in the last fight, you know, against Dennis Bondor. Uh, pr pretty much got robbed of a finish, I felt. Um, Tyra yeah. has some trouble with Edgar Chires, but uh, still got the win. Um, I see more upside in Tyra, man. I think he's a very, he's a very legit prospect, and uh, I think I'm picking him. He's he's quite good. He's only 23, so he's good. I, I think Hernandez is decent. He, he definitely wins some more fights in the UFC, but I don't think this is a good fight for him personally. Next fight, we got a catchweight bout. Uh, 140 pounds between Daniel Marcos and Carlos Vera. Very short notice fight. This one, um, very kind of a came out of nowhere. This fight, Marcel. I feel like Carlos Vera getting signed, coming off that loss of contender to Brad Katona. I mean, that doesn't look as bad now, or not contender. Sorry, the ultimate fighter I should say it doesn't look as bad now, obviously, because Brad won the, the show. But at the same time, this guy's 36, and I don't really know why he's in the UFC. You know, again, no offense to the guy, but like. There's got to be like he's older than me, like, and now he's making his debut. It's very, very odd, I think. And then Marcos, obviously, you know, a really good prospect. And I think this is a, a big step down for him personally. Um, odd for this one, we have minus what minus 500 on Daniel Marcos, plus 360 on Carlos Vera. I, I think Marcos runs through him. I, I think this is a 
this is a way easier fight than Davy Grant, you know, Marcel. And I don't think he won that fight, guys, to be honest. I think a lot of us thought that was a, the wrong decision, but it's hard to ignore what this guy did in his other fight with uh, Simon Oliveira and also the Brandon Lewis Superman guy. It was impressive. So 15 and 0, I'm not betting against him. I, he's, he's, you know, much younger. He's just a lot more experience in the UFC. He's a better fighter. I, I think he rolls. I think he probably finishes the fight. Marco's by finish. What do you think? Yeah, man. Although Marcos got lucky, I think against uh, against David Grant in this last fight, but uh, I would also think so. You know, I would be surprised if not. I think Marcos is a pretty good fighter. You know, I underestimated him in his debut against mm -hmm. Luanda Serra. You know, then uh, he did very well against Grant. Although I I don't think uh, he he should have got the win, but still he got the win. So good for him. Um, was actually supposed to fight Victor Hugo right in Brazil. That fight got got pulled. Um, yeah, looking forward to it, man. I think it's it's a good fight, but I think Marcos will probably win, like you said. By the way, I got something back. He said I have no, he have no idea where Elliot is talking about right now, but um, well, we uh, we will say you know there is or an article. The, fire, right? Yeah, there, there, there's an article on the UFC website where uh, uh, E. Spencer Kite writes these uh, articles all the time for UFC previews about every fight, and uh, Sumudarji against Alan Nascimento fight is missing there. So, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, at this point, we don't have any confirmation. We'll yeah. break down that fight. Yeah, it's not true. Yeah, Chikate's out. Um, we talked about that in the last podcast a little bit right at the end. That sucks though, because that fight with Josh Emmett next week would be uh amazing. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got uh, Luana Santos, second fight in the UFC against Stephanie Egger. Santos minus 180, Egger plus 150. Uh, I'll, I'll go, you know, yeah, I don't know how you can't pick Santos here because. I mean, the fight over Juliana Miller was was pretty unbelievable, to be honest with you. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a different matchup, right? She's fighting a grappler now, and it's, it is up a weight class too, which is kind of odd. I think it's at one thirty five. Is it because it's short notice or something? Do you know why that is? Santos requested it. Yeah, kind of odd. Um, you you would think Agar requested it, but Santos requested. Yeah, Agar's the one because fight. yeah, I know Agar yeah. Agar was supposed to fight. Um, what's her name again? The the uh, Li, Liang Na. Yeah, in, that would have been Shanghai. an easy fight for her, honestly. That would have been... Yeah. Was Shanghai. that 125? Was that it... was 125, and that's why when it came to the Apex, you know, they asked somebody yeah. else, and Luana said, I can take it, but that 135, so that's why it's at 135. Yeah, anyways, it's striker grappler. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, I think, based on what we've seen with them. Like I said, uh, Santos minus 180, Agar plus 150. Yeah, I'm picking Santos. I mean, how do you not, right? 23 years old, like, showed, you know, crazy power in that first fight, really good striking, but Still don't know how good she really is. Doesn't have a lot of experience. Edgar has actually fought in the UFC already. She's uh, three and three in the UFC. Not super impressive by any means, but I will say that win over Eileen Perez, that was a year ago, it looks a lot better. Like right now, I think. Like it looks pretty good. And the losses aren't bad either to Silva and Cortez. The one loss to Alex Saban doesn't obviously look very good because that girl's not, not very good, Russian Ronda. But the other ones aren't that bad. I, I really, because uh, she lost her title contender and a girl who could fight for the belt. So. It's hard to know where she is. The thing is, again, she's, you know, someone, I guess, I always look at it like, are they young, older or younger than me? She's a month older than I am. So I always wonder, like, uh, the age with her with Edgar, because she came to UFC very late, started her career very late. But, uh, you know, definitely a good grappler, man. I, I, I think if she gets the fight to the ground, she has a chance here. So not not a fight I would want. I wouldn't lay, want to lay minus 180 on Santos. I'm going to pick her, obviously, because, again, the age and the, the, how impressive she was in her debut. But, no, I'm, I'm passing on this one, too. What do you think, man? Yeah, I'm I'm picking Edgar here, man. I think um, I, 
listen, Santos ain't bad, you know, but she, she won against Miller. And I didn't oh. think it looked that great, to be really honest, dude. I, I think she won, but I think it was more that, that, that Miller wasn't that good, you know. Um, yeah, I'm I'm picking uh, I'm picking Agar here, man. I think Agar gets the win. I think she uh, makes it to to the end of the third round, and I think she wins the decision. So uh, I'm picking Stephanie Agar here. I'm actually surprised by my own pick, but I'm doing it. Uh, you're yeah, surprised sorry. as well, I see. No, I'm just looking at Luana Santos's Instagram. Sorry. Um, <laughs> of course. Here's my hands, look, guys. I promise. But no, uh, yeah, it should be an interesting fight. Striker grappler. We'll see what happens. Um. All right, <clears throat> excuse me. We'll go to the next fight here. This fight was rebooked, obviously, guys, from last week. Melchizio Costa against Steve Garcia. What do you know what happened? Garcia got sick or something? What happened? Do you know? Something like that. Illness be behind the scenes or something. I, I don't know exactly. I think that weight cut is very hard for Steve Garcia. You know what's crazy? He used to fight in Bellator. He fought Joe Warren, I think, at 135. It's crazy, right? Because he's a he's a bigger guy and six feet tall. I don't know how he ever made 135. Anyways, he's uh once again, the underdog. I think the odds are the same. Actually, it's a little bit higher, I think, on Costa. Minus 275 on Mikozio. Steve Garcia plus 225. My pick doesn't change here. I'm taking Costa. I think he finishes the fight. Same as last week. What do you think? I'm also picking Costa, man. We were both on Costa last week. And why would I change it? You know, even more now with yeah. Garcia pulling out last week, you know, and uh, now it's at 155. Um, yeah, I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking uh, Melchizedek Costa here as well. Yeah, yeah. still, no, still I, the same as last week. Yeah, I don't think anything really changed. If anything, I feel better about him here. Let's go to the next guy here. We got the next uh, fight between Hung Sung Park and Shannon Ross. Got to mention, there's two parks on this card. So you got, we say Park's gonna win. You got to talk about either one of them because the other Bro. one is a, a tougher fight. Go ahead. Two Parks, two Songs, and two Santos. I know, I know. That's so funny. Eh? Park's a huge favorite too. Minus. 425 plus 330 on Shannon Ross, the Turkish delight. I don't think this guy should be in the UFC. I really don't. I saw his last fight. It was in Vegas. He got destroyed in like what 17 seconds, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Three straight knockout losses. I don't know why he's on the roster. I guess they're just building up these prospects. I'm pretty confident Park wins. I know he's uh, more of a submission guy, more of a ground guy, but I think he knocks him out. And he does have a few knockouts on his resume. Um, I will say this. Like, I know Park's also been dropped a couple times in his last couple of fights, but he come back and won. I just think it's a fight that he should absolutely win, man. I, I think the UFC setting this guy up. He's a prospect they obviously like. He know he's young, 28 years old. Shane Ross, again, 34 years old, a guy that shouldn't be in the UFC. I'm thinking Park by knockout. What do you think? Yeah, I feel the same way, man. I mean, I think most people – this is like – this feels like Stoltzfus against Soriano all over again where everybody's going to pick Soriano. Yes, everybody's going to pick Park. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think Park wins as well. How does he win? Listen, I think his ground game is pretty good, you know, but still I, I think he hits Ross and he probably knocks him out, you know. So I wait you there, man. Uh, I'm taking Park by knockout and uh, with his great nickname, Peace of Mind. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, go to the next fight here. Just running so, through this card, but a lot of these fights, I again, you never know. And like last week, we got kind of got speeding with the Stolte fight with Puna. Mm-hmm. A lot of these fights look kind of obvious to me at the same time, you know? Yeah. Like they're not fights that would take the other side. Now, I will say this one, this is a fight that I think could go either way. Kevin Jusse against uh, Song Kanan. Odds for this one, Jusse, minus 170, Kanan plus 140. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is kind of weird because you say I know he won the fight against Kiefer Crosby, but that guy's not UFC caliber. And then Song Kanan, you know, five and three in the UFC. He's been in the UFC for six years now. He's been fighting some good guys, only lost to good guys. He did drop Ian Gary, so he's got some power. 
And that fight with Rolando Bedoya, his last fight, very impressive win over a good prospect. So he's actually not a bad fighter. I think he's a Kill Club FC guy now too, right? So I think he's got a chance to win this fight for sure. I, I'm going to, I'm leaning Jusay just a little bit by decision, um, but I think it could go either way. Again, no interest in this one. There's a lot of fights in this card. I'm just like staying away from. This is the other one. Jusay by decision, Marcel. Um, but yeah, pass, pass. It's, it's actually stupid because. I also lean Jusei, but I don't actually know why, you know, because I feel like, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like Song Kanan isn't the worst fighter than Jusei, no. you know what I mean? So you you pretty much feel the same. You also are like, yeah. There's a few reasons I like that. I mean, first okay, of all, yeah. with those guys, Izzy and all those guys, right? We always yeah. hear good stories about how he gives Izzy some problems in sparring. He's also the taller guy. He's got the longer reach. He's the younger fighter. So there's reasons we're picking him. It's just... Are you the really confident? Is, I don't know. Uh, the thing is also, like, as he said about Blood Diamond, that he was going to do some crazy stuff in the UFC. But, yeah, that, that, that's difficult, you know. But, yeah, I'm also on Jusei's side. I'm picking him by decision as well. But I'm far from sure, you know. And definitely after last time, I was so com confident in my Bedoya pick against Song Kinan. And then Song looked really good in that fight. So, yeah. That was another one of those fights where I would never thought that happened. You know, like, you mm -hmm. just look at that fight, you go, oh, this guy... Gave Chaos Williams tons of problems. He's super young. He's a guy they're trying to build up, and then he goes and lays an egg in his next fight. So that happens, right? You know, yeah, <laughs> I like that one too, right? It's a fun yeah. one. You're gonna go lay an egg later, Marcel. I'm sure in COVID. Young Young Park against Andre Muniz. This the, I think it's the main card opener, right? Five fight main card, I believe. So Audrey, six. this one, six fights with the other yeah. one. Um, six fight main card for this one, right? I think it's five. Would you, would you, you Kevin Jusay against uh, Son so Kanan is on the main card opener? Okay. On ESPN, they don't list it, but I guess maybe they changed it. I don't know. Maybe. It's yeah, they, they, they haven't changed it yet on ESPN. Oh, okay. I, okay. Well, that's good to know. I didn't know that actually. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Anyways, Park, Jungyeon Park. We got to make sure that we're at the right park. Minus 190, Muniz plus 160. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, Jungyeon Park is one of the most underrated guys in the division. Like he's, un I think he's really good. I think he's very good. He's seven and two. He's unbelievable in my opinion. I think he's a great bro. And what, what? I, I always keep saying this, man. When John Young Park got signed alongside Dawun Jung, we were like, dude, this Dawun Jung dude, he's pretty good. And the Song Jung Park, yeah, he's okay. Now we're in 2023. We're like, oh, this Park dude is pretty good. And we're like, yeah, the Dawun Jung guy. I love this dude. I just think he's awesome. He's got a great personality. He's yeah. that dance he did, the, the whole thing after he knocked out uh, or he submitted Dariah. That was an unbelievable little dance he did. Great ground game, obviously. He's a pretty tough dude overall. He's put in some good fights. I, I just really like everything about him. And then Muniz, a guy that I liked a lot. And then all of a sudden, again, you talk about laying an egg. The last two fights were terrible, right? Against Brandon Allen, Paul Craig. But Paul Craig, excuse me. But again, those guys are, are ranked. You know, Allen, that's not that bad of a loss. And Craig, I know that was pretty that, honestly the way it played out wasn't good, but I don't want to forget what he did before that either. He was running through everyone too, right? So, like at the same time, you know, as much as I like Park, I think this is kind of a tricky fight because He's going to fight another guy that's really good in the ground. And and the reason I'm going to pick Park is, again, I think the, the, the cardio of, of uh, Muniz is questionable, right? He gets really tired after the first round. And that's why I have to pick Park because I think he'll be able to outlast um, Muniz. But I think this is kind of an interesting fight. And that's why the odds are pretty close. I mean, they're not – it's not a huge spread here. So I'll take Park. I mean – I'm trying to think if it's going to be a submission or a decision. It, it's just hard for me to see, like – Another submission loss for Muniz. I guess I'll lean decision for Park, 
you know, I know he's been submitting everyone with the rear naked choke, and that's what Allen did, but I'm needing a decision here. Um, I think he's the much better striker. I'll give him that. That's kind of where, where I feel he has the biggest advantage here. Because I think on the ground, it's going to be like back and forth. So I, I guess I'll take Park by decision. But uh, I'm just not as confident as I want to be in a guy that I really like. It's just kind of an odd matchup against a guy that's also a very good grappler who's, who's a ranked fighter who, uh, you know, is a lot bigger too. Muniz is a lot bigger too. So I don't know. I want to hear your thoughts on this one. What do you, what do you think of this fight? Yeah, after laying many eggs by Adam, he's going to make an omelet later after this <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, the thing is, like, I think Muniz can be really dangerous early on, you know. And for Park, uh, listen, if this fight goes to the second or third round, I'm definitely leading Park. But, man, Muniz can finish him early, I think, as, if he is, like, not gassed yet. Because we saw in this last two fights, if he goes later than the first or second round, he has trouble, you know, against the better opponents. Um, I'm thinking Park as well. I think Park finishes him as, him as well. TKO in the third round for John Young Park. There you go. Okay, so yeah, I, I agree. He has the advantage with not only the striking, obviously you mentioned with Naka, but the, the, the cardio should be a huge in his favor. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame you for that. It's a good shout there. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got Nazareth Hakparast against Jamie Malarkey. Hakparast, aka Calvin Gaslam Jr., minus 220. Malarkey plus 180. I'm going with, with Hack for us, Marcel. I have to. Um, I think it's going to – I mean, I feel like you think the fight's going to play out exactly I do. Stand-up fight that's going the 15 minutes. Um, and both guys are going to land a lot of strikes, but I think Hack for us will land more strikes. I think he'll hurt Malarkey a little bit more and win the decision. I mean, that's how he wins his fights. And, uh, you know, I know Jamie technically won in the scorecards against Sean McDessie, but I think a lot of us thought he lost that fight, you know? Like, so – or I shouldn't. I don't. I, I can't remember. Where I scored it, but I think a lot of people. I should say thought he lost that fight. And he's had some other, like the Michael Johnson fight too. So and he's also yeah, a guy that's been knocked out a couple times. I don't trust him. I don't trust him at all. I don't trust him or so. So and then you look at Hackbrass. You look who he lost to. We'll forget the Marcin Held fight because that was his debut six years ago. Dober. Drew Dober, Dan Hooker, and Bobby Green. I mean, come on, those weren't bad losses. Yeah, yeah. by decision. I I think I I like him here. I think he wins. What do you think? Yeah, I'm also on Hak Paras by decision, and I'm fully with you. I think, uh, yeah. I think he's a more talented guy. I think he keeps the fight standing, and I think he wins at least two other three rounds. I think so. Uh, yeah, Nasrat, I'm taking him as well here. We got our boy Ray Charles in the chat, the the uh, the famous blind musician. Yeah, twenty nine twenty Nasrat. Yeah, I, I, that's probably how it goes. I mean, I could see him winning all three, but I I feel decent about him here. I think he wins this fight. Like this is one of the spots I'm looking at. I'm like, okay, I think he wins. I think two to one is fair. I just think it's fair odds for a guy that you know should win the fight by decision. Again, when you get the judges involved, you never fucking know with these people. Like, God, man, how many times do we see like a fight that should go to a guy that you know the other guy ends up winning on the scorecards and the judge screwed it up? But thirty twenty seven Richie against Godinez. God. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got Suma Darji against Alan Nascimento. Again, Marcel mentioned that this fight, you know, potentially could be off. We don't know yet, but we you don't know. He, Marcel did notice on the UFC website they didn't have it listed in their um, fight preview or whatever. Yeah. Um, odds for this one, though, we'll break it down anyways. Minus 325 for uh, Nascimento, Puro Oso, and Suma Darji plus 260. Uh, I mean, here's the thing with this one. Again, like, I, I like Suma Darji. Man, I, I was pretty high on him for a while, but. The way the match null fight played out, I mean that that's just bad. And we've seen him get submitted twice now in, in, in the UFC. And Nascimento, a fucking phenomenal ground game, right? We know that. And even in his losses, like they weren't bad losses, split decision losses, and uh, one, one contender, the other was UFC. But still, like could have easily won those fights. And now that he's the guy, you know, because he used to fight off his back, and now he's the guy getting on top. 
and like his ground game is really good. Trains an amazing camp with those guys that shoot their box. Um, I'm pretty confident Nasty Mental wins by submission. That's my pick, submission for Nasty Mental. What do you think? Yeah, I, I feel the same way, actually, man. I was pretty clear about this fight. I picked for us round submission for Nashi Mental here. Yeah, yeah. Well, we both like it, man. I mean, Badarji, Sumadarji, I, I just, uh, I don't know, bro. Most of this comment's funny. Marky's the male Demopolis in terms of winning questions. Yeah. That is really <laughs> fucking funny, man. You're not wrong either. Uh, is he going to jump into uh, Joe Rogan's or Bisping's arms and, and, and like that one time with uh, Vanessa? That was funny. That, that Misha Tate tried to uh, lift. That. Yeah, yeah. Was it DC or Bisping? I can't remember. DC? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I saw. I saw. I only saw the picture really quick. I didn't see it on the broadcast. Fair enough. Man, we rolled through this card here, guys. That's okay, though. All right, we'll go. Okay, right, well, I'll get this comment. Diego Lima is definitely a, a really good coach, you know? And yeah. I think. Yeah, it's, and again, it's not the same Diego Lima that's uh, trains with Douglas uh, Douglas Lima's brother. Too. Yes, Diego without an H. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's not the guy from uh, from Atlanta, like your your boy uh, Antoine. All right, Anthony Smith against Khalil Roundtree Jr. This is the co-main event. Uh, Roundtree was supposed to fight. Who was it again? Um, Azamat Morsakhanov. That was last week, and they moved it here. So Smith taking the fight on short notice. Um, they actually opened Smith as the favorite here at, at the sports books and the line quickly flipped. And now we have minus 240 on Roundtree plus 195 on Smith. If you got Roundtree at plus money, that's an unbelievable bet, I think. And now you can obviously hedge out and, and take Smith and get free money, but I don't think you need to. I, I think I think Roundtree wins. I, I'm pretty sure he wins. And I know he's a guy that you know has had some hiccups in the past, but he's really putting it all together now, man. The striking is just unbelievable. He seems to be mentally there. He's won four straight fights. He's a guy that's had tons of experience in the UFC now. Um, his striking is just unbelievable. I think Smith, you know, is a guy that obviously very tough. Um, he's always there, you know, fighting fighting as long as he can. As we saw against Glover to share that one fight where his teeth got knocked out, he kept fighting. But a guy that I I I, I mean, to be honest, I've kind of had some trouble picking his fights over his career. I did pick him against Ryan Span, so that was a good pick, but some of his fights, like the Gustafson one, for instance, I didn't think he'd win that fight. And there was a few other ones. Like, I think Crude, that's another one. So I, I never really know Smith. Like, he's always a wild card. But I'm pretty sure Khalil Roundtree finishes him here, you know, especially with the short notice. I'm taking Roundtree by knockout. What do you think, man? Yeah, I'm pretty confident in my pick here, actually. I'm going with Anthony Smith. Oh, really? Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, wow, I'm, okay. I'll, I'll tell you why. I'd um, like to know why. Yeah. Yeah, Roundtree is – Probably his best win of his last four is Dustin Jacoby, and I don't think he won that fight. Yes, I agree with that. I do agree with that. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the other three wins is our are against Carl Roberson, which I don't really rate to be really honest. The Modesto Bukowskas wins is is a, is a pretty good win in my opinion. You know, that was a nasty one. I remember with that with the knee with the with like uh, with with that kick right, and uh, the most recent one was good against Darkus, but but Darkus. Darkus does, doesn't let it click for some reason anymore, man. I don't know what's up. And with, with Khalil, I always thought with Khalil, he had a lot of potential, but at the same time, he's not really, uh, how do you say that, um, consistent. I know he's 4-0 right now, you know, so I can't say anything about it, but I still don't have that belief that he can do it against the better fighters. And Anthony Smith is definitely, if he beats Anthony Smith, it's his biggest win in the UFC, in my opinion, you know? So... I think Smith, Smith plays it smart, man. Smith takes it, takes it on short notice. I think he's going to grapple, you know? I think he's going to grapple. I think he's going to play it smart. And uh, I think he wins a decision over Khalil. He put, he probably tires him, and he wins a decision. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm glad we're odds in a couple of these fights, at least, because mm -hmm. um, I like Roundtree in this one. Um, 
This guy likes Smith too. When I'd share a bullet. Yeah, I don't know. He's supposed to. Who who's he supposed to fight? Vittori? Is that the rumor? Uh, no, nobody, man. So far, he, he wanted to fight on this card, but he wanted to fight in Shanghai, right? So that's uh, true. Yes, yes. I've been wanting to see Asma. It's, it's too bad Asma hasn't come back yet. That would have been a perfect fight, right? So, all right, go to the next fight here, guys. This is the main event. Crazy, we got there quick, but that's okay. Um, Song Yadong against Chris Gutierrez, El Wapo. Odds for this one, Yadong minus three eighty, huge favorite, plus three hundred. Chris Gutierrez, El Wapo. You know, I love Gutierrez, Marcel. I've been singing the guy's praises for years. I was, I will say this about this fight. I was, I, I, I went and wrote my article day for bookies. I'll, it'll be posted tomorrow, by the way. But it's crazy. So Song Dong is nine two and one, and Chris Gutierrez is eight two and one in the UFC. So you have two guys with phenomenal records in the UFC fighting each other. Um, so I think it's really good matchmaking. Here's here's why I like your dog. Um, first off, it's so sounds young, really so. bad. <laughs> you like you like you like my dog? Okay. <laughs> here's why I like Marcel's Yadong. Anyways, I uh, know. I like I like Song a lot. By the way, do we refer to him as Song or Yadong? Because I just I say that... Song. Song is his last name. Yadong is his first name. Okay, sure. We'll say we'll say Song. The reason I like Song is there's a few reasons. First off, I, I think the continual improvements he makes, obviously, every fight. The crazy thing is, he's been in the UFC since he's 19. He's 26 now. Since he was 19, he's been in the UFC. That's unbelievable, and he's got an amazing record. He has some huge wins. Even the losses were like, you know, except for Corey. But actually, the Corey fight was competitive, man. Bet on Corey in that fight, and I was like, shit. The problem was he just, his eye got shut, right? I think that's what happened. Or even a nasty cut or something, right? And the fight got, yeah, it was a cut. The, cut, yeah. the fight got stopped. But he he wasn't looking bad at all in that fight. He did pretty well. Um, he, he was losing, but he looked pretty competitive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He definitely, I mean, he clearly lost. I'm just saying it wasn't like, I bet him for you, and I thought it would be much more one-sided. I'll just say that. I was like a little, I think it was like, was it two to two heading in the round five or three to one? I can't remember now, but I think for me it was. I think I pick. I only gave Song the first round. I think fair, I fair. Think. But anyways, he comes back and destroys Ricky Simone. I mean, that's a huge win, yeah, right? That so, was a big one. Yeah, that was huge. And, and again, huge knockout power. He's got six knockouts in the UFC, or um, or I should say five. Sorry, five knockouts and one submission, six finishes. Super young, tw only still only twenty six. Getting better every fight. Great striker. I think his ground game is decent. You know, it's improving. And then Gutierrez, again, great fighter, but I just don't know what to, what to think because he beats all those guys. Like Al Ali, I loved him in that fight. I'm like, oh, he beats this guy. And Frankie Edgar, oh, he beats an old Frankie. Back, uh, Benah, back, back to me, oh, he wins that fight. But the problem is, like, the guys he, he is beating are not ranked guys. They're all unranked, except for Frankie, who was, like, 40 years old when he knocked him out. So as much as I like Chris Gutierrez and the leg kicks are some of the nastiest leg kicks in the business, you know, I still look at that last fight with Al Tang and, and third round, Al Tang's still hanging around, gets him down twice, takes him down. I think Tony Dong can actually take him down in this fight. That's how Cody Durden kind of forced to draw when they fought. And some of the other fights he had that were split decisions were when the other guy took him down. So I think, if, and he did have that fight, the Barcelos fight, he lost, and again, it was five years ago, he's improved, but taken down. So, I think that's where Song wins this fight because I think if it does stay in the feed, I think it'll be very competitive and you're going to be kind of sketched out. You'll be like, shit, what do the judges think here? Because it'll be probably punches versus kicks and you never know. But I think if Song really wants to separate himself, he's going to take the fight to the ground and train with Team Alpha Mel, Faber, and all those guys. I think they're, he's going to have good coaching here. Dan Castillo and those guys in his corner, Chris Holdsworth, all those guys. They're going to tell him, take this guy down. And I think he will. So I think it's going to be a competitive fight, but I think your, your, uh, Song, your Don will win. Um, I would say, like, Four to one, probably in the scorecard, something like that. Um, and then he takes him down and, and mixes in strikes and, and, and wins the decision. So Song Yudong by decision, that's what I'm leaning. I think it does go the full five rounds here, Marcel. Um, I think it would be a really good fight. It probably might 
I guess it would be my pick for fight of the night, actually. I think this would be one of the best fights in the card. Um, or maybe they'll just go performance bonuses. But I think this should be a great fight. And I just think Song, Song Yadong is really good. So I have to pick him here. What do you think, Ben? Question. Who would you have picked when Chris Gutierrez was matched up against Montel Jackson? I picked Montel, I think. I want to say I picked Montel. Yeah, so Chris Gutierrez. Montel is so underrated. Sorry, I didn't yeah. cut you off, but he's so underrated. Go ahead, though, please. Yeah, Chris Gutierrez is pretty pretty decent as, as well, in my opinion, you know. Um, but, man, that, that Munoz fight was bad, you know, earlier this year. I know he bounced back against Alatang Haley, but pretty much everybody expected that. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, Song, I always said, and it was not disrespectful, meant that Song was kind of a little bit overrated, man. And it's because of the statement fight where I don't think he won. He got the draw there. I don't think he won the Vera fight. He got the win there. So I was always like, he got he had some favoritism for some reason, you know, um, and, and some luck on the scorecards. Then he fights Ricky Simone last time, and I was pretty high on Simone, and I was, I picked Simone to win that fight, you know. And he shut him completely off, dude. It was really impressive, you know. And um, yeah, I, I'm going with I'm going with Song here, man. I gotta go with Song here. I don't think Song finishes him, uh, so I'm actually I have the same pick as you, Song by unanimous decision after five yeah. rounds. Yeah, no, that, that's what I think too. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, all right, should be a good fight. Let's get some comments though. Tim Shirking is sanctioned US. I, I don't know. I think the I thing is probably yeah, it would have seen that the the I thing is giving me giving me an issue. Because I know that like there's guys that you know have problems with their vision and can't fight in the US. Uh next week, give you one fight you guys really want to see. I mean, the main event, Leon and Colby. There's no doubt. Actually, Giga and, and Josh Emmett got canceled though, apparently. So that sucks. Who are you picking between Osman and Khalil? I was actually uh leading Khalil. I think you're gonna pick Osman, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. No one misses Song's legs with that kick change land. It's crazy. Yeah, no, he's an unbelievable kicker. Charles targeting between Saudi. Okay, that's March. I think MVP Holland. I don't think it's happened. I don't know. Like some guy, I don't know who the guy was. There was a guy at the press conference. Did you see this guy? He was asking Dana. He goes, Dana, like I have these questions. Dana goes, Man, you know a lot about everything, apparently, right? There was that guy. Did you see the press conference? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Who was that guy? Who, whatever, I don't know, but that? I like the questions, but obviously <laughs> Dana does. Dana was like shitting his pants. He didn't know what to yeah. say. I love when people like put pressure on people and then they ask a good question and they're like, they just like, he's just like nodding. He's like, okay, what do you think? The guy's like, I don't know. What do you think? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I don't think that fight's happening in Toronto. I mean, I was hoping. I, I, don't I, I got told last week that it was never offered. So, okay. That's all is I know. Gonna, is he going to sign with UFC? Do you know anything about that? I mean, if he's on the board, I'm pretty much sure that they consider it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but if he's going to sign, I have no knowledge about that, man. If I knew, I would, I would tell you. I have no, no, no idea. And Pato likes this fight. Okay, so we're good with uh, Matt from MMA Fighting. Who's? No, no, it's Matt from MMA Junkie. It's Matt Wells. That's who it was. Matt Wells from MMA Junkie. The crazy thing about Matt Wells. Okay, so. He's actually a really good journalist. You know Matthew Wells, right? From yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I, th that's who it was. That makes sense because I, I, I've actually met Matt. So the, here's the crazy thing about Matt. Yeah. His brother Vernon Wells used to play for the Toronto Blue Jays. He was one yeah. of my favorite baseball players growing up. He used to play <laughs> for the New York Yankees too. And when James introduced me to to Matt, uh, I think it was just, it was actually like six or seven years ago now. It was on. Uh, there was a uh, what was the card? Okay, so it was Max Holloway fighting Pettis. I want to say, and the night before that. Um, I think there was back – was there not back-to-back -back cards that week? There was the one with Shamil Abdurahimov and Derek Lewis. Did they not have it, like, back-to-back? No, that, -back? that was uh, in um, 
Ah, uh, that was not a, it was in New York, some place in New York that fight, and that was and uh, uh, Albany, UFC Albany. Yeah, that's where it was. I'm just trying to think why we watched that fight. One sec. Uh, after... Okay, Lewis. Let's see here. I want to just make sure I got the dates right and everything. All right, it was uh, but what was what was the card though? Lewis. I think Shane was on the card as well. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, no, it was the next week. That's what it was. Sorry. <laughs> so these guys were all here though in Toronto, right? Getting ready for the for the event, and we watched. We all watched Lewis versus Abdurahimov together at this uh at this bar. James uh, organized. It was cool. And then James introduced me to Matt, and he goes like, "Here's Matt," and he's like, "Who do you think his brother is?" And I'm like, "I have no idea." And he goes, dude, Vernon Wells used to play for the Jays. I'm like, holy shit, that's crazy. So, yeah, his brother was, like, literally, like, one of my favorite baseball players growing up, and that's mm -hmm. his bro. But he did, I didn't know I was mad asking the questions. I thought he did a great job. I mean, Dana looked like he was a little nervous answering those questions, you know? So that was really good. I love when they push back. Actually, it reminds me of the time when I was talking to Dana. I was asking these questions about Bellator years ago, Jones and Gustin, and he's like, are you, do you work for Bellator? I thought that was so funny. Because I was asking him, like, what do you think about Bjorn Revney and all this shit? And he was like, do you work for Bellator? I'm like, no. <laughs> I thought that was, that was really fucking funny. Anyways, I think uh, we should go to just PFL really quick, Marcel. Are you okay with that? Really quick? Yeah, sure. We'll do, like, just a couple minutes here, guys. I'm not even going to pull the card up. I don't really want to even, like, go through because there's a lot of fights on this card. Um, is there anyone – I'll just ask you, like, is there anyone that you're interested in watching on, on this championship card, PFL? Honestly, I don't know actually who's fighting. You gotta pull up the card, dude. I, I know will, some guys. I don't care fine. about it a lot, though. That's the thing. I, I did the. I'll, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. I don't want to spend I, a lot. Of time I haven't done my research on this one, to be really honest, dude. So uh, I don't really understand why this is the main event. This Nate Kelly, Dimitri Solminis guy. Do you know why that's the main event? No idea. It's weird because it's not like a championship fight. Anyways, you have all these championship fights. You got Franz Malbo against. Kareem uh, Kakarov, John Mitchell against Jake Jakob uh, Kasuba, and then uh, you have Dakota Dijava against Valentina um, Skatizi and Jacob Neto against Simeon Powell. So those those two fights, I think, are these two the Dijava and Powell fights. They should both win, I would imagine, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's odd. But I will say that there's a couple fights on the prelims. I don't know if you saw this. Brent just joined Brent PFL. Jones, I didn't yeah. know this and. Tom Breeze is in PFL. I didn't know this either. So yeah, number number six is also an interesting fight. Andreas Binder. Wait, hold on. There's two guys with the same name on this card. No fucking way. Oh god, Nate Kelly in the main event, and then the first fight is Nate Kelly as well. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, that, no that dude. I think that dude, Nate Kelly, that guy. That's the guy who was uh, talking uh, to to Connor, right? This guy uh, or the other uh, guy? The, the one? In the no, no, event, the, right? no, no, not not the pro guy, the amateur guy. He was talking shit to Connor? No, no, to Connor. Remember that kid that talked to Connor in the press conference who was like, I want to be a fighter as well. Oh, when okay. that, I think that's the kid. That's yeah, he's a kid. That's for sure. SB oh, he trains with Connor now. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know anything about this guy. I just think it's fucking crazy. There's two guys with the same name on the card. That's I guess that's yeah, a really common common it, name in Ireland. Yeah, but Kelly <laughs> is a really common name in, in Ireland and Nate as well. So I mean, yeah, it, it happens. Yeah. Just like Connor is a common name in Ireland, you know. Yeah, they have a Connor Hughes right here, and well, he's the English, I guess. But yeah, I'm looking for Tom Breeze has actually been doing really well lately. Um, he's only lost actually. I was looking at his record last night. Powell Pawlak, who used to fight in the UFC, that guy's on a long win streak. That guy might get brought back to UFC. He's the champion KSW. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, um, but I think he's he's earning UFC. pretty well at KSW. Yeah, he KSW won't come back. I'm just saying he, he, he could. But you're right, you won't. You, Anyways, you know who the UFC should sign, dude? Saladin who? Parnas from KSW, but they have to yeah. pay a lot of money, I think. I like this girl, though. She's uh, quite good. 9-0. Uh, trains at ATT, English chick. 
really good fighter, man. Nine and zero, lot of like brutal knockout wins. Like look at this, clinched the uh, needle liver. She fought in Canada once at that Palace Athena card. That yeah. promotion went downhill, by the way. I don't know what happened to them. Yeah, I know James Lynch has interviewed her a couple of times. He really likes her too. Um, he's hiring her. He he kind of got me uh, on the radar of, of her. I think she's good. I know you like her too, right? And then yeah, man, uh, she, she she her and Simeon Powell are guys. They're really I, looking at the. No, uh, she's not a guy, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'd say it's her and Simeon Powell are two people. I mean, I haven't done <laughs> that. I did. Okay, now I don't. No, Powell's really good. <laughs> like he's yeah, he's quite good. He'll be in the tournament next year, I'd imagine. Um, but yeah, then they have a he is a tournament, right? Yeah, no, I mean like the real one, like not the Europe yeah. one. The um, the like the oh yeah, the, the, yeah. I don't know. That's the thing. There's these two fights. I, I only know a little bit about these guys. I just I don't know. Why yeah, Fran France France Malambo is also from SBG Ireland. He's yeah. he's a pretty decent fighter. And you got the, that Kurshat Kakarov. I think he lost to Brad Johnson uh, and Bellator. You should check. Yeah, yeah you should check. Oh, he did. Sure. he did. He did. He did. I remember yeah? him. Yeah, he did. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, I, are you gonna watch the card? Honestly, if I find the time, it's on Friday. Yeah, maybe. Right at 12, 12 Eastern, so like I six mean, I I want to hear my colleague do the commentary, Stefan Struve, right? He's That's my right. colleague nowadays, so I want to do him hear him do the commentary yeah. with uh, Dan right. Hardy and and uh, Sean O'Connell. So, oh, the, Sean O'Connell's being sent there to do it. That's awesome. I think I think so. I think uh, Stefan, uh, Dan Hardy, and Sean O'Connell. I think. I like Sean O'Connor, man. He was a fun fighter in the UFC. I remember that. Uh, remember when he fought Ryan Jimmo and they did that thing with the melt with the protein yeah. pig that nodded at each other. <laughs> and and the, with the roses to Ilya Latifi, and Latifi gave him some candy back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was great. Sean O'Connor yeah. had a. Was that the fight with uh, what's the hockey player's name? That guy that had that crazy fight with him in Ontario in Ottawa. What was that dude's oh, name? Uh, the bossy Steve Bossy. Steve, Steve the boss bossy. That fight was fucking amazing. Remember that fight? Yeah, of course. Slugfest. Just yeah. two guys just beating the shit at each other. And, and he cashed in, dude. The first PFL tournament, he became champion and he retired immediately. He fought Vinny Mogulis. So. He beat yeah. him by like uh, retirement. I think Vinny couldn't enter the bell corner stoppage or whatever. So, oh, I'm talked out, man. We go two hours and I can't do any more, Marcel. I don't want to do anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to. That's I'm what she said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just hanging out by myself, though, so I don't have to speak anymore. I'm just going to go get some food now. But uh, no, yeah. appreciate everybody make some, make some omelette. And... No, I'm going to buy some fish and chips. I want, I want fish and chips tonight. That's what okay. I want. Okay. I... I hope you guys uh, enjoy your night. Enjoy your week. Um, thank you guys again for, you know, always tuning in and listening to the podcast. Appreciate it. Marcel and me, uh, you know, love doing the show. So, uh, again, Evan and Martin, Big Marcel 24. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends about the podcast. Um yeah, I mean, anything else, Marcel, you want to add? Nothing. <laughs> Enjoy the fight, guys. <laughs> I love it. Peace out, guys. Have a great week. We'll be back. Um, we'll be back next Monday. We'll do the last podcast. I should say, like, we'll do the podcast for next Monday. The week after that, though, I don't know what we're going to do. We have to figure it out because I'm actually going on a trip, Marcel. I think I told you about it, but we'll figure maybe, it out next week. Maybe we can just do one recap show instead of two shows, you know? We'll see. And maybe happens. we can do it on Sunday. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Peace. Hope everyone enjoys it.